Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner Caroline Pope as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host and Australia's most recognized and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking With The Animals. I'm your host, Caroline Pope. Thank you for joining me. Now, because it's we've had Easter and it's another beautiful long weekend here in Melbourne, uh, and I've had so many complaints from both owners and animals alike about uh, their recent holiday over Easter, I thought it was a good place to start for a topic this week. So you've decided to go on holiday. I know we've all waited a bloody long time with COVID and it's time to take you and your four-legged friend. Now, I will mainly be talking here about dogs, but keep in mind, lots of people take their cats on holiday to holiday houses and B&Bs, and a lot of people take horses on trekking trips and so forth. So yes, we are talking about them too. So if you've decided to go away on holidays, if you're taking your animal, that's one decision. Otherwise, if not, what do you do? My suggestion is always kennels. Um, you know that your animal friend is safe. Some people prefer not to use kennels. Um, and that's fine if you've got a trusted family member. But again, is it really fair to put that stress on a family member if you know your old animal may not be long for this world? Do they need that stress? Is it really fair if you know your dog or cat is an escape artist? The answer to that, quite frankly, is no. That is not fair on them. That is your problem, your decision. Put them in a kennel where you know everybody is safe. There's been lots and lots of family and friendships destroyed over these sorts of things. Animal gets out, gets killed by a car. They knew or the gate isn't secure. You may well choose to live like that, but it is completely and utterly unfair to ask someone else to. And then, of course, you've got, are they coming into your house? Do you know them? Are they going to live in your house? Is your dog or cat going to live with someone else? How well do you know them? Have the animals been there before? Are there other animals? If so, how does your dog or cat get on with them? All these things you need to know well and truly in advance. And my suggestion, if you're going for more than a night, is always, always, always do a trial run, leaving them there for the night while you're home. So if something happens and they don't cope, you know that's not a fit and you're going to have to work something else out. Please do not. It absolutely does my head in the amount of people that will put on Facebook in a group um, that they're looking for a dog sitter there or their last one's fallen out and they've got 48 hours before they go away on holidays. So they have to find someone to look after their dog. You've got no idea. You may be lucky. Your dog may not. 
Under those circumstances, sorry, but as far as I'm concerned, it's irresponsible to do anything but cancel the holiday. So you've now decided you're toddling off into the wild blue yonder, um, probably camping, and you're taking your dog with you. My first thing is always to see whether your dog or cat, um, if you're going to, say, a B&B, how it travels. Lots of animals during COVID, the older ones may have done it before, but of course we had lockdown here in Melbourne, or the so-called COVID puppies. They may enjoy spending a lot of time with you. However, come night, if they're not back in their familiar surroundings, some animals have a meltdown. Same with horses. One of my favorite clients, she took her um, standard bread away, lovely, quiet horse. She took it camping for five days, got back and got colic. He's used to being carted from pillar to post, but he's always back in his paddock at night. So the stress of not being back in his paddock every night and staying somewhere different set him off. So keep that in mind because that will happen for dogs as well. So these are the sorts of things you have to consider. Is my dog happy? Yes, he might be with me in a tent or a motel or a hotel or whatever, but how does he cope at night? Does he pant a lot? Does he pace? That may be signs of stress. That may be signs of pain, both of which you need to deal with before you go away for four or five days. Now, If you're leaving your dog behind, make sure you get a a tag engraved with the minder's phone number on it because particularly if you're out of reception range or you're interstate, if the dog's out and gets hurt, what are you going to do? The minder needs to have the, the details. The minder also needs the vet's details and how much can be spent before they have to contact you in an emergency. The same works for if you're taking your animal, make sure your details are up to date, make sure you've got a phone on and always check what phone reception is like. And if it's poor, do a Google, search for the local vets in the area, let them know you're going to be in the area, cover your bases. This is who I am. This is a photo of the dog. This is, or the horse, um, you know, if, you, if my dog gets lost and comes in, hold it, I'll be checking with you, I authorise X or Y. Your vets will love you for it. It's so nice to have someone that you know exactly where you stand and your animal will um, do better for it. So keep that one in mind. Uh, particularly because often in a lot of camping areas, phone reception is poor. Always have your long lines, your first aid kit for your pet. Um, Always have a spare lead, spare collar and spare ID because Murphy's Law, if they can break them, it'll fray, chew if they're stressed, whatever, it's going to happen because that's just how Murphy's Law works. We all know that. So always have backup spares. Also too, if you're like me and you only feed a raw species appropriate diet, you really need to have a good think about what food you're taking. A lot of people like the reconstituted. Um, if so, make sure you reconstitute well and truly an hour beforehand. Don't do dry because your animal is already stressed, a different diet, um, particularly if they've been on a fresh diet, giving dry whilst convenient while you're away. 
the amount of dogs I've seen that get bloat from that is horror. And of course, naturally, it's never when you're two minutes from the vet, nor is it in regular vet hours. So please trial your dog on different foods, see what you can pack to go away with, because it really can become a problem. And also a first aid kit. I know it, we have one for humans, but always have one for the dog slash cat slash horse as well. Again, Murphy's Law and the stuff that you don't need and throw away um, once it gets to the expiration date is your best one of all. Also too, if you're going away with dogs, have you got a crate or something secure to put your dog in? Because often... Um, particularly in the warmer weather, it's certainly too warm in the car. Now, your dog may be well-trained, but I can guarantee you there will be other dogs there who don't have a good recall, who don't have good dog socialization skills, who will come around. And of course, if you've got a bunch of cars um, and people, particularly with young children and food around, you are going to have stressed dogs with territorial problems. So always make sure you have a good, safe place that your dog's happy to go. And crates are ideal from the point of view of, if you've crate trained your dog at home, he knows, he or she knows that that's their safe space. They can go in there, they'll relax mentally and physically. And you know, if you have to go out, that your animal is safe. Um, and that's the thing, as usual, 99.9% .9 of the time, it's not your dog that's the problem, it's someone else's, but you need to be aware. And of course, the other thing, um, in autumn, it's not quite so much of a problem, but if we've had a couple of warm days, always try and find out beforehand from the locals um, if you've got snakes. If you've got, um, and if so, what types, you, although obviously your vet will know. Also, do you have ticks? If so, you're going to need to take um, tick prevention with you when you go because there's, uh, with all the rain we've had, we've got a lot of tick problems. We've got a lot with horses. Um, Ross River virus is absolutely endemic this year. My new guys got it. Um, it's something that, you know, if you're going into an area with a horse with Ross River, you're going to need to take cotton rugs so, um, to minimise the surface area for the mosquitoes and also not feed molasses or sugar bakes, treats or licorice or anything that's going to make um, the horse more attractive to the mosquitoes. Doing that, for example, can be the difference between having a great holiday or having health problems for the next six to 12 months with your horse. So always try and find out as much as you possibly can about your local surroundings when you're camping before you go and what you or your animal may require. That way you'll both have a fabulous, fabulous holiday and come back happy, calm and relaxed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talking With The Animals. As always, don't forget to like and subscribe. I'd love you to leave a review. And if you have any topics you want covered, 
please drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. Stay safe. Enjoy the rest of the long week end and the Anzac Day commemorations. And as always, until next time, remember to talk with the animals. Thank you for listening to Talking With The Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com. You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator CST and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time. Thank you.